Hi everyone, Michael Abernathy here with the Times News, and I'm in the studio today with Peter Bishop, Burlington's Economic Development Director. Um, thanks for coming back, Peter. Thank you. You're welcome. It's uh, the, it, does it feel like punishment yet? <laughs> Not at all. No, it's okay. always a pleasure. <laughs> well, uh, we'll try to fix that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, thank you as always. Um, so, Peter and I have been talking for a few minutes before we turn the mics on. Um, about a number of things, uh, many of them involving downtown Burlington. Those came out of the um, the city's, uh, and see, I wrote it down, the, the city's goal-setting yeah, goal workshop. Setting workshop. There we go. Peter, make me not sound like an idiot. <laughs> um, um, no, what you're referencing is the, uh, so the city council, um, every year, a couple of years, will get together um, and do a uh, essentially a retreat, a discussion, um, not their typical at the dais, 7 p.m., mm -hmm. you know, official meeting. They do a more relaxed, they call it a goal-setting workshop, uh, and it's a really prioritization of city council, what they've talked about wanting to do, what they're hearing from their citizens, what the needs are of the community, and what they understand are, you know, cyclical needs as a mm -hmm. community are. So they'll get together and sit with department heads, and we put together staff, um, what staff's working on, um, you know, already in our budgets, and then what some of our new projects or priorities are, um, and what some of you know councils may be, and we present these to them and say, "Tell us what you like and don't like, and what's important to you, and what we should prioritize." And this typically happens uh, just before or sort of concurrently with the department head budget process. Mm -hmm. So we're formulating right. the 2019-2020 budget, and at the you know at the same time asking all, our main leadership, "Is this is this?" In line with your priorities and what you want to see and then we also have additional there's there are always projects that we can be doing um to better the cause and to better you know provide that uh public safety and wellness and health and economic development services yeah. um so we have, there are additional projects that can be done and and so we're, we're asking council what's most important to you and what's most important to the citizens of burlington so <clears throat> ask them for a direction and they're yep. going to tell you that's where correct. they want to go yeah. And we all do. I mean, this runs the gamut from, you know, how much money are we going to, are we talking about allocating to, you know, water pipe replacement mm -hmm. uh, versus rebuilding restrooms at city parks, you know, um, yeah. replacing, you know, sanitation equipment, all that stuff sort of goes in there. But um, so does bigger vision projects like uh, building um, greenways and bike paths uh, is something we've talked about yeah. um, identifying a site or a plan for a new police headquarters is a, a very high priority um, and this is really where projects kind of get started um, so we have um, it's a little bit of a longer process but we go through big term big planning yeah. processes like a comprehensive plan which is you know a couple years long and it sets right. a 35 year vision that'll identify things then those things turn into staff items and those mm -hmm. turn into projects then we you know put them in front of our council um, so there's usually a plan or an initiative or a resident need somewhere in the near past or far further past that leads to this prioritization project and development so um we're, we're sort of going by the plan. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they're, they're not just sitting on the shelf collecting dust. They indicate something. We turn that into a project mm -hmm. that serves that need and then put it into our prioritization process. Yeah. Um, so, so what are some of the things? Um, yeah. The highlights. About that meeting? yeah. 
So a few of the highlights, and I'll probably talk about the ones that are less germane to me first, uh, just so everybody knows what was on there. But um, I mentioned uh, police headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's a need. It's a 30-some thousand square foot building that was to capacity a year after it was built, if not immediately at that time. So uh, it's uh, very much been a, a need for the department and for Chief Smythe. So uh, that's been uh, reconfirmed as a high priority. Yeah. Uh, a second um, priority of council was to do the um, uh, North Park phases. So they are doing an additional pool and rebuilding the pool out at that park in addition to several other um, parking enhancements, trail enhancements. You know, we have the the very popular and successful North Park Farmer's Market out there. Um, So that was uh, another one of the priorities that council had. Um, Another one was a a new Western Recreation Center was identified by council and and our residents and, and staff. And that's West Burlington, that's, I guess. Yeah, the uh, the nearest indoor recreation center for the western part of the city is City Park. Right. So we've expanded a lot and grown a lot mm-hmm. toward the west and south. Uh, so servicing that population with an indoor recreation facility is a goal of councils. Um, City Park Creek Bank improvements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that many years ago, there was a project to do some uh, floodplain improvements on in City Park. And an easement was purchased, and we're, we're working to really reverse a lot of that project so that we can maintain the vegetative buffer around the creek uh, for safety and appearance purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been working really hard to sort of get that to a point where we can maintain that better and make it nicer and safer for everybody. Uh, so that's been a big city council priority. Okay. Um, and then finally, um, a big one is greenway and bikeway projects. Yeah. So getting better pedestrian and bike activity in our, uh, in our city. Um, the main, the first project connects Elon university to town and country park. Uh, so all the way from west to east um, mm-hmm. through downtown and we've i think we're moving forward on a few phases of the elon to burlington piece and then we'll continue on uh throughout uh so that's really exciting we have a plan that was recently put together on that uh that that we're following um the priorities that were uh, economic development related um, yeah. involved um, site preparation and site readiness um, uh, and on the industrial side. Uh, and what that entails, Michael, is um, I think we may have talked about this in the first podcast about what economic developers do. And yep. um, But when you're driving down the road and see uh, you know an open field that's near uh, an interstate exit and you think to yourself, oh, that could be a great you know, X, that that would be a great, you know, car dealership, or that's a great, you know, tool manufacturing site, or that should be something. And, um, you know, lo and behold, it gets a for sale sign on it. Um, and somebody's, you know, the owner of that site wants to develop it. Well, right now that's not a development site. That's for lack of a better term, a a piece of real estate, a piece of dirt. Mm -hmm. Um, it, if I'm a company looking to do something there, I need to know, What's under that ground? Are there utilities to it? You know, are there employees for my business around that mm-hmm. property? Um, have there been any previous uses? Is there any contamination potentially? Is there a rare bird or owl that lives in a tree on that site? That means I can't touch it. Yeah. You know, is there a creek or a wetland? Um, so there's a lot of questions around dirt that. Um, so it's not quite a site yet. So I can't turn around and recruit. You know, the the tool making company or the car dealership or whatever it might be to that site because they're not sure yet. And they yeah. don't necessarily want to go through the time, the effort, or the cost 
to do that. Um, so uh, a dealership is probably a bad example, but a, ma- a major manufacturer, yeah. when you know that that's a that's a desirable project that a lot of communities want. It's mm-hmm. going to create jobs. It's going to create spinoff jobs. So all those employees will need to you know get their dry cleaning done, yeah. send their kid to school, etc. Um, and then there's the taxable investment of the machinery and equipment. So we want that, and they want. So we're competing with other places for that type of investment. So they want sites, not dirt. Yeah. They want the work to be done before them, and that's part of that competitive process. So a lot of uh, areas in the state and even throughout the country, they do this site preparation process um, as a public process and contribute to seeing, okay, what what can possibly happen here? What is this dirt like, and how can we, you know, use this? site certification process to make this a site and not dirt. So it's certified shovel ready. Yeah. It's ready right. to go. So that company can come in and build their factory tomorrow um, after this process is complete. So our council has said, Hey, this is important to us. We don't want just to have pieces of dirt and cross our fingers. We want to put in the due diligence and have good marketable sites. Um, so in, from an economic development perspective, that's our product. That's what I'm mm-hmm. selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it's the physical piece. You know, you're also selling the labor, the quality of life of a community. But um, so that's the core product that I'm out on the marketplace selling to site selectors and to these companies. Um, to have that be a very high priority of our council is exciting for me. And it means, well, it means we got some work to do, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, uh, but we're going to be moving forward on um, some targeted areas near the Burlington Alamance Airport um, along Anthony Road. Um, we're going to be doing looking at water improvements, road improvements, uh, sewer improvements, uh, those type of things. Yeah, down Office 62. Right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're hoping, I guess, for industrial, right? Manufacturing? Well, I hope may be a little, um, maybe too loose a term. Okay. Um, I think what we've seen with some of our neighbors to the east and the west, whether it's Mebane and Graham uh, with some of the industrial parks there or even Greensboro um, and Witsit area where there are some industrial parks, um, buildings are being built. They're hot properties. Um, The preparedness of those sites has allowed them to compete better than um, unprepared for sale sites mm-hmm. in Burlington. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something I've experienced just in, in my two years here okay. is that I've had sites that weren't at the level of preparation as other sites within the state. And we've fallen out of the competition and that it, it didn't end up landing in Alamance County, but a project mm-hmm. landed in another community. And there could be, of course, a million other reasons why that occurred. Right, But, but I know I didn't make one of the cuts along the way of the pro- the the process of elimination for this site uh, because it just wasn't right. There were too many questions. There was too much risk involved. Um, so this process really cuts that risk out and gives an identifiable path to development. Yeah. Okay. So it's exciting uh, for me, you know, maybe yeah. not to the, the, the listener well, we're talking the, about site development, but the end result <laughs> yeah, should the, be exciting to very. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of revenue and job, creation opportunity uh as we look at just general maps this isn't developable land but just an acreage that is not currently developed in that area it's over mm-hmm. a thousand um and it all happens to be in one of our opportunity zones um so that's also a big plus yeah. for someone who has a you know a, a taxable capital gain that they're looking to invest and if you want to um, hear more about opportunity <laughs> zones we did we did an hour on that it was chock full yeah and, and, uh, uh, uh speaking of gluttons for punishment yeah yeah, if you, if you got an hour on hand and a cup of coffee. Well, no, but you should know about it. 
Um, so. But it, but that's a that's an exciting aspect of that. So that, yeah. the, there, there's some linkages in that uh, in those investments, uh, and the future is exciting. What it could possibly bring to the community. So, uh, but something interesting, Michael, that happened, and it, and it helps us pivot a little bit to uh, yeah. another line of discussion uh, on this is. The, the city council, when we started talking about downtown Burlington, because okay. um, I mentioned in this goal setting workshop, there's different slides and you're, you're, you're talking about different priorities and different projects and different departments. Well, I, I came up a little bit later down and talked about a, a program that the UNC School of Government operates out of their uh, um, shop there in Chapel Hill. It's called the Development Finance Institute. And they help communities identify sites in their downtown, their built environment community that are good for redevelopment, whether that's an existing building or a vacant site or mm-hmm. something that's been an eyesore for the community. Um, typically, they like things that are publicly owned or under contract to be publicly owned. Um, and they find a way to pitch that property to a developer, a private developer that mm-hmm. helps meet the community's needs, um, but also developers' needs. So... Uh, I think an example of this is in Wilmington. There's a mm-hmm. old sort of decrepit parking garage right on the riverfront um, in downtown Wilmington. It's It's been there for a long time. And Development Finance Institute was brought in by the city to put a plan together that um, the city wanted a public park. They wanted um, uh, public parking. They wanted mm-hmm. you know more retail. They wanted residential. Um, so the city... Um, you know, crafted some zoning and some development plans to make that happen. They worked with DFI to put a site plan together mm-hmm. conceptually and a pro forma, which a, a pro forma is, you know, an Excel spreadsheet that shows you sort of the, the cost uh, and the potential profit of a project. Okay. So, you know, how much am I going to bring in in rents versus how much do I have? It does it cost to build the project and, you know, do all the other things. Right. Um, so they, they basically, the DFI does this for a community on a site or a handful of sites mm-hmm. and then helps you pitch it and they charge a fee and then a, an additional developer's fee question about that mm-hmm. uh wilmington example yes so did wilmington have to purchase that property that they year? already owned it yeah okay all right so well, was, i guess so it was a city mm-hmm. garage yes so that it was already sense. publicly owned yeah. but in some cases they will do ones where the city has a contract on a property mm-hmm. and in those cases it's typically something that's older that's going to be demolished um like an, a like a downtown core property that mm-hmm. you know is really old that needs to come down right and it may be a parking garage site or you or, or you're looking at it for a garage and say well maybe we can partner with a developer who puts some residential on it and we get more bang for it. we get more you know benefit right. out of the site um so that's really okay. what dfi does um and in downtown we've talked about this with council before and downtown has a couple of sites uh, that the city owns parking lots primarily mm-hmm. um that are in good locations and um we've got the um i know i saw you the other day at the may hosiery project that's yeah. right here downtown uh, across the street on Main Street for 67 units. Um, that developer has identified a need for more units. Uh, I, we've spoken to other developers mm-hmm. that have said, uh, you know, I think there's there's a thirst for more residential downtown. So mm-hmm. that, that May Hosiery project will be a good uh, barometer. Um, from what I understand, and, and the BDC has been getting calls. I've been getting calls looking for leasing information. So mm-hmm. we'll we've been getting that uh, to them, but um, I think that shows you that there's more demand possibly for downtown residential and certainly right. folks of a, a younger vintage, maybe us, Michael, yeah. may, maybe a little bit younger uh, are, are looking for this type of, uh, you know, downtown living. So um, we, what council has said is um, what we're doing industrially out here in, you know, by Anthony road yeah. and getting these sites ready, you know, what you're talking about with DFI and, and doing things downtown is the same thing. 
what you're we're preparing sites downtown for developer interest for investment interest just like you're trying to get those things shovel ready so we want investor ready projects mm-hmm. downtown just like we're building right. shovel ready projects by the interstate um, so that's exciting and we're working with the BDC um, to put together a proposal to UNC DFI to analyze a few of our sites and uh, push it forward and, and get some more development going on downtown okay um, can you can you say any of the specific parking areas? <laughs> well, one uh, one that we've looked at before is uh, lot one that's behind the company shops. Yep. Um, the former company shops building. Uh, so on, it's on, on Webb Web Avenue. Yeah. Webb and Lexington, and it stretches all the way to uh, Spring Street. Mm-hmm. That's one site. Uh, previously, the um, um, the parking lot that's on the corner of Worth Street and Davis at the Municipal Annex building. Mm-hmm has been um, discussed potentially. Yeah, I think um, that was in the something way back in the when they had the downtown master plan. That's correct. I think they even talked about that. Yes. Yeah. So that's that, generally that's a, a, a downtown's playbook. Um, of course, you know, people say, "Oh, my parking well, yeah. structured parking um, is likely going to be a piece of any future development on those sites. So there would be an element of parking somewhere in there. So we're not, you know, all the parking would not disappear mm-hmm. necessarily with these projects. Um, it may look different. It may be a little, you know, there may be a little bit less of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be more of it depending on what projects happen. Right. Um, and there were a few things. I mean, parking demand is a, a people say there are the problems you don't want to have and do. A, yeah. Having a parking problem downtown and having a lot of demand for parking is a problem we want to have. Yeah. I and mean, I, I say that now, and then in five years when I'm, it's pouring down rain and I'm running to my vehicle, <laughs> I may have a different yeah. answer. But um, no, really, that's that's what we want. We have a lot of parking right now, but we're we would be excited to have additional demand for that. Which means you right. have things happening in your buildings. You have great you know events mm-hmm. like our our St. Patrick's Day event. Quick plug on that. If yeah. you hopefully you were there, it was amazing. It yeah. was packed. Um, shout out to everybody at the city that worked and everybody who came to it. Yeah. Um, come, uh, the uh, cooperative brewery was uh, rocking and rolling, so it was uh, just a really fun event. Um, but the more things you have like that, the more of a parking problem you're, you'll have. And that's, as I said, that's a problem that we're looking forward to having here soon um, with more things happening. Um, <clears throat> how to make that happen, I think, yeah. is... Uh, um, a few other things that were discussed at the goal setting workshop uh, by council that related to downtown. Um, Jessica Passione, the executive director, came and, and spoke a little bit, but um, downtown just shared a updated vision plan for mm-hmm. um, for the downtown area. And for the folks that don't know, the Burlington Downtown Corporation, or BDC, we've used that term a lot, so yeah. apologies for the alphabet soup. Uh, they are a contracted nonprofit. Um, I'm an ex officio member of the board in full disclosure okay. uh, and, and run the a committee there. But there's a, a large board and they're a nonprofit that contracts with the, um, the city to do the downtown vision work. So they just refreshed their plan and shared that with city council. And that plan included proposals to reunite Main Street. Mm-hmm. Um, which would involve reconfiguring the placement of the depot, so picking up and moving a historic yeah. building, um, which is is no easy task, and 
consolidating the block from there to all the way to South Church, which encompasses the city police station right. and Worth Street mm-hmm. and a parking lot. Um, all that is city-owned property. Yeah. Um, but the, the vision would be to combine all that property to do some demolition, um, some street relocation, and have a connected civic plaza and green space that would you know, sort of be an anchoring green open amenity for the residents and for downtown businesses. That's a big change. That was a big headline. All of those things are big. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very big. Um, so, yeah, take a deep breath. Um, and you know, the, the, the room as well on this day, you know, we're as department heads, but we're that type of, um, those projects, they're big, they're bold. I mm-hmm. think, uh, council member hikes said, this is bold and, and I agree. And frankly, I love it. Mm-hmm. So my job again, in economic development is growth and development and it's excitement, it's interest, it's quality of life, all those different things mm-hmm. that make people love a place and want to be a part of a place. Because that's what companies want. That's yeah. what industries want. They want to be a part of a growing place. And growing places have bold visions. Um, I've heard some people, I've had some discussions around the community about, you know, the boldness of it. And and I said, well, you know, High Point just next door, if I remember correctly, they announced that they were going to build a baseball stadium before they even had a baseball team. That's pretty mm-hmm. bold. Yeah. Um, so a lot of other communities have moved forward with, I mean, Fayetteville's moving forward with a, a you know, a bold downtown redevelopment plan. Um, you know, Do, some of our other neighbors have uh, as well. I mean, Greensboro's, you know, doing a lot in their downtown. Yes. Sir. You said you love it. Yes. Do you love it because it's so big and so bold and so different? Well, or do you love it because <laughs> it's um, a, a big project to work on? What are the things? What I love about it is I don't know that it's necessarily different or incredibly overly creative. It it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It it answers a lot of community questions that have been out there about Main Street. Um so kind of the grumbling about well. Well, I don't know that that drove it necessarily. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I think we should be clear. There are no real silver bullets. I mean, 40 years ago, downtown Burlington thought it would be a good mm-hmm. idea to close Main Street, move the depot, and create a pedestrian mall. Right. And, you know, I, I think there were a lot of other factors, but a lot of people point to that as, you know, that was the death knell or mm-hmm. you know, whatever it might be. Um, but there's no one reason that, you know, that happened or, or anything wouldn't happen. So what I think this is and what excites me about it the most is that it's telling our growing community and telling the people who aren't here yet that mm-hmm. I'm speaking to, that the CVB's speaking to, that the people that we're trying to recruit for um, events and recreation and parks things and people that we want to interest in downtown, it's telling them what our vision is. It's telling mm-hmm. them where it's going. It's not just driving through a place and you know not seeing the activity or the type of shops you want necessarily. Um, you know what the plan is and where it's going and how it's going to happen. And there's excitement around that plan. Right. Um, there's excitement among the merchants about, you know, having an active programmed anchored space. There's excitement. And, you know, I 
one of the things also talked about in the um, the vision session was the Paramount Theater and, mm-hmm. and things to do at the Paramount Theater and expanding that and its events that's been talked about with city council. I mean, that's a piece of all this that, that makes it exciting and uh, more opportunity. Um, but really expanding that the, the relocation or demolition of the police station gives an opportunity for that. That boldness of vision, it, it, it gives us something to work toward and achieve. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely not a set like, oh, this is, it's not busy work for the next, you know, seven yeah. years or whatever it might be. Um, it's it's really a, a, a set of targets and goals and mm-hmm. say, we, we need to achieve this and here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. And we're going to start implementing that plan. And it starts with... Of course, getting all those different people in the room, NCDOT, NC Rail, mm-hmm. um, you know, our Rec and Park folks, the community, obviously, the yeah. business owners, the residents that we have, um, our BDC. There, there's so many voices that need to be a part of that process, but it's ex- that's exciting in and of itself because mm-hmm. then all we're going to be engaging and re-engaging a lot of people who have a lot of passion for our downtown. And for a downtown that, frankly, we're going to be, you know, reconnecting and expanding in a sense yeah. by getting back across Webb Avenue with a reconnection yeah. there. So that's personally, that's really exciting to me yeah. um, to be better connected to the Amtrak station and to, um, you know, the buildings that Southland Electric is occupying and owns right. the old company shops developments um, and the Beverly Hills neighborhood and, mm-hmm. and really the gateway to North and East Burlington through that corridor. Um, that's really exciting to me it it feels like we're you know it's like opening the front door to downtown again um so from i I guess from a i don't know that that's bold but it's Mm -hmm. exciting yeah it's um it's a great opportunity for downtown for all of burlington to um to feel better connected in that in that way in that corridor um so that's exciting so i should step back here and say too but this is still just exploratory right and even and mm -hmm. given the go-ahead let's let's look at this let's 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 try to make some plans for it right that's thank you michael for tapping the brakes a little bit uh it's it's easy to get excited about what can happen and without grounding yourself in the process and understanding that there are well, resources I just want people that are needed, to know but, um, that they shouldn't no. be they shouldn't be looking for this next april <laughs> no. you know no no there uh, again this goal setting workshop that where council discussed priorities and big vision ideas was just that to set the big picture items and the longer term to medium term vision pieces yeah. and that informs how we as the department had set up our budgets and look on the one to five year term, that's what we're looking at. And council is saying, okay, well, at you know, seven years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, this is where we're, we're getting to. So talking about relocating the mm-hmm. depot and opening main street and, you know, a police headquarters, all those different things have their own timetables to them, have budget processes and funding processes to them, approvals, like I said, voices of yeah. different people yeah. design. Uh, so um, there's a long way to go to get to a lot of those places but we what we did just a few um just a couple weeks ago with city council um was really set that that vision and saying no these are this is what we're trying to achieve um how exactly we're going to achieve it and what exact time frame and what it's going to you know all those things are to be decided um and that's where you know the rubber will meet the road where we'll have to you know really get to work as um department heads um we'll we'll have to manage budget processes line up um you know dollars partners of course Uh, we're going to have 
probably pretty big partners in a lot of these different projects. Um, even the stuff that I'm talking about with site readiness, there's going to be yeah. private partners. There's going to be government partners. Um, there's a lot of infrastructure to be built. Um, so it's exciting, and uh, but that's you know that's what we're here to do. That's what economic development is here to do to help with the um, the growth agenda and ensure that we're getting you know the the most bang for our buck from our existing resources, and then in investing those new resources in a way that we can you know continue to exponentially capitalize on it. Um, okay, that's the intent. Um, some other big stuff downtown: the national on demand mm-hmm. coming to Bank of America. Yes. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? I can. Yeah. So that, that it is an exciting project, and that um, that is a company that <clears throat> they provide uh, telecommunication construction and consulting services um, to a lot of the big uh, traditional and legacy telecoms, and then they're they're getting into more broadband services as well and fiber. Um, so just do a lot of things. Uh, one of the principles of the company is local to Alamance County. Um, they had a shop here, but they have shops in a lot of different places. Um, interesting backstory. They, uh, the company came together last year and it really came together as a, um, a merger of equals two companies that were, um, sort of small and getting ready to grow, but weren't sure that they wanted to get really big and, and just went for it and merged together. Mm-hmm. So you had uh, a sort of company headquarters in um, Indiana, just uh, a- across from uh, Kentucky, and then you know a- a- another you know CEO that was living down here. So you had two sort of co CEOs, and it was a true competition between the two communities. That you know <laughs> one CEO didn't necessarily want to leave, and neither did the yeah. other. Um, but what Burlington was able to offer with the, you know, the real estate fit. So they really liked yeah. the, the location and, um, Taylor Williams of Williams development out of Winston Salem had purchased that building out of auction. And, um, we had almost gotten a couple really good tenants in there before in the last few years, but, you know, sort of fell apart at the last minute. So he was great to work with mm-hmm. and kept the property in great shape. So it was, it's really, aside from a few interior things, um, it's in pretty good shape. Um, so the building fit the uh, the community really fit for them. They came and visited several times and walked, and you know went to Zach's, which yeah. is right next door, yeah. and um, went to the Rusted Bucket, and uh, actually saw uh, a few things at the Paramount uh, over the holidays. Um, so they were they were sort of sold on Burlington as a community. They felt really good about it, and the the fact that they could be in a downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that really fit. And then um, when they looked at what they would have to do to the building, you know, they got a little clammed up and like, mm, that's could be a lot of money. And that's where, um, the opportunity for the grant came in. Okay. So, um, we had met and, uh, walked through the real estate and I'd talked to some of their representatives and, um, they had found that, that opportunity. We communicated about it. Um, and started through the process. So it was the North Carolina uh, Department of Commerce has what's called a building reuse grant. And basically it pays for up to half of the renovation costs of a building. If a company promises to invest, um, you know, however many dollars, um, create at least 10 jobs, provide those jobs with full, you know, benefits, mm-hmm. uh, and those jobs have to pay better than the county's average wage. So there's, you know, there's rules and requirements. And then if they, don't do the you know what they promised to do. There are clawbacks to get the money back, um, so that's available actually to cities 
to apply to, and then we turn around and then have a separate agreement with a company and we pass the money through to a, a company for creating those jobs. Um, this uh, national on-demand as a mm-hmm. corporate headquarters um, will be creating significant jobs, um, 33 uh, in two years and up to 50 over five. So yeah. uh, it's a significant project for us right. uh, in downtown. Um, and of course it's a headquarters. So there's going to be yeah. a CEO, COO, um, you know, director of human resources, CFO, um, and all those really nice salaries. So I think the average salary of those 33 jobs was over $70,000. Yeah. Um, so that's really are, high up there. It's, are they hiring? Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, well, they, they were recently hiring uh, an HR director. Um, uh, so I, I, I do know that, but um, they, I think they're going to be bringing on some additional staff here yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, I saw they have a dumpster outside the building, so it looks like they're getting they're getting started on their work. Yeah. Um, but that building reuse grant, if um, I guess this is a little bit of an announcement to other companies, but um, at least 10 jobs with some significant growth or investment into a vacant building or a, a non-used portion of a building you're already in. So if there's a yeah. warehouse in the back that you're not using that you could add a production line to, this would be an applicable grant. Yeah. Um, there are some strings attached that I can get into some more details on, but um, the state's a good partner in it. And um, we've got, you know, got this one. We've considered doing one before, yeah. um, but would love to talk to any businesses that are looking at expanding or adding employees if this would be a good fit for them. So give Peter a call. <laughs> but it's a, and there's not, um, you know, I, I hate to be the poor little cold water after all that great news, but generally there aren't free grants for business there's always a string attached of course um so this is this is one where there's job creation and other things but um you know certainly would love to work with a business that's uh looking to expand here we're certainly happy to have as many businesses (laughs) that want to come to alamance county and burlington as we can get so and and as much growth as we can get yeah there's some there's some good things on the horizon it's been so far it's been a very busy uh 2019 and um it's it's probably looking to get busier before the uh before the close of it yeah um we you mentioned the may hosiery yes building that we were just over there on friday that's right uh bumped into each other on a tour of uh the historic may hosiery mill i can never remember street names it's one of, it's one of my true weaknesses. fourth in maine thank you mm-hmm. it, it, it's 67 units yes and uh it looks some of those windows are uh, pretty spectacular. They're pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's um, and, and that's a great project that I, I mentioned it before in in how we're excited about it and how all the interest uh, and demand around that is you know spurring us to look at other opportunities for residential development in downtown Burlington. Um, but I mean, you were there. The, mm-hmm. It's it, so they've replaced all the windows and had to go through a process. It's a, they got historic tax credits on that property, yeah. so it's a very strict design and construction process to go through for all of that. But um, you know, the the framing's underway. Uh, they're hoping to have units available in August, um, potentially even sooner, uh, possibly if uh, if things go well. Um, but the tax credit was key to making that pro- that's about a 10 million, maybe a little bit more total value project. Um, and, the, and so the tax credits are, are helpful there. What, uh, and representative Ross and uh, his wife and assistant Tammy were, were present representative Ross filed a bill earlier in the week mm-hmm. uh, on Monday, I believe, um, that would expand the historic tax credit program, uh, and also extend it. 
uh, right. uh, into the future. It offered some bonuses to tier one and tier two counties um, uh, that have targeted projects. Which are um, tier one, tier two? Um, those are the lower um, average wage, higher unemployment. Generally, the yeah. less economically well-off communities right. are tier one and tier two okay. in North Carolina commerce nomenclature. Um, and tier three would be the Mecklenburg and uh, Wake, okay. uh, you know, the bigger, um, more profitable counties. So uh, Alamance is a tier two. So that's good news for us. There's mm-hmm. a development bonus now for historic tax credit development in if this bill were to pass. Um, and of course, it expands it. So there's a higher cap. So there are, there's, I think the there's a 15% credit on projects to up to $15 million. And then from 15 to 25, it's a 10% tax credit. Um, those have been increased from their previous um, limits. Okay. Uh, so... That there's been value added to the program yeah. there. And then uh, I think in the 2030s is when it's going to sunset now. Um, so there's been time added as well. Right. Um, both very pos- positive for us. There are, I, I did a rough count. I don't know if they're on the historic register, but just of mm-hmm. former mills that are older yeah. um, and maybe six to eight mm-hmm. in the city of Burlington city limits that possibly could be redeveloped in some way now. What the market says about those is another thing, but I just, just mm-hmm. that we have those structures available. So there's still opportunity in Burlington uh, to do those. Of course, this is for any building that can be placed on the National Register. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a process to find a design professional like an architect or someone who specializes in historic properties to um, research it and write you a report that says, you know, or, or, or you know, put an application to um, for uh, the National Register for a property. Um, so we'd love to help in that process too. If, yeah. Um, but that, that was really exciting to have that, uh, that bill filed, uh, and to see representative Ross at, at, at that development. Mm-hmm. Um, and that developers had a really great experience with the project. They'd like to do more projects in the city of Burlington. Mm-hmm. So, uh, another reason to get more sites investor ready and more buildings ready to go is we draw more investment eyeballs to Burlington mm-hmm. and that'll just attract more interest and more investment so it's a it was exciting it was a it was a good video it was great to see you yeah. well, i wasn't expecting yeah, to see you so. no i wasn't expecting to see you yeah. either um i was along i was tagging along with our photographer who, who got an assignment so that's that's the only reason i was there they said want to go inside and do video yes well and it's across the street yeah so that's, it's right that, across that the street helps. so just as somebody who's down downtown mm-hmm. in burlington all the time it's going to be what i miss um and I mean this to be a positive. I don't mean this to be a negative, but I miss foot traffic downtown mm-hmm. um, since LabCorp kind of picked up mm-hmm. at, from a lot of their properties uh, and, and and moved into the um, the old city building mm-hmm. in Greensboro. So I'm looking forward to uh, this residential right here across the mm-hmm. street just to just to see people walking around again. Um, mm-hmm. And and so I think it's yeah. I'm just looking forward to to seeing it come to life over there. Um, yeah, so I don't well, know if you can comment. I don't have that experience. Yeah. So I started in Burlington at the end of 2016, and I believe that transition had already occurred. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I hear it referenced often, but yeah. I don't. Um, the other interesting thing is that since that transition has occurred, LabCorp has repurposed a lot of those spaces okay. and renovated them. So there are... There are still a lot of employees mm-hmm. uh, downtown. I think there's been there's also been transition of downtown businesses. So um, losing the company shops market that was a very yep. big foot traffic generator. Right. Um, so maybe that could 
could be something there, but um, I I agree. I'm, I love high foot traffic. That's one of the reasons why I love the St. Patrick's Day event so much mm-hmm. is, I mean, you couldn't move in some places, yeah. which a lot of people don't like. Maybe I'm weird in that sense, but just looking around, it's like, man, this is fan- This is downtown Burlington. I'm right. pumped that I can't move right now. Um, I don't no, know. Those that, events downtown are a lot of fun. That really excited me. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's just the potential of that. And and that's why I, you know, I get pumped up about the potential for a civic plaza and the anchoring space and mm-hmm. um, just that great opportunity that generally our market has, but more specifically our, our downtown. Is, uh, yeah. um, and just going through May and seeing it again and seeing it under construction, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just exciting. Um, and that people are calling everybody to try and, find out leasing information is also very exciting yeah so, okay well that's good to yeah good to hear um a quick plug yeah the city Please. is doing belong in burlington tomorrow night oh. at city hall and i believe that's at 6 p.m city hall and that's wednesday night if i have uh-huh. my days of the week correct yes and that um while that originally was designed as a new resident program and certainly we we love new residents to come and learn more. Um, current residents who maybe have not ventured near nor far in their city for a time uh, mm-hmm. can reintroduce themselves to a lot of great resources and opportunities to engage. It's it's really just a way to engage with a lot of the city and the city's partners. Um, I'm going to be there. Uh, it's been really fun and exciting for us. It's award-winning. Yeah. Um, so the city won an award for it. Um, so you really should check it out, um, see what the award's all about, <laughs> what, the, what the talk's all about. Uh, but yeah, belong in Burlington at City Hall, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Great. Peter, anything else before um, we go? Looking forward to another podcast soon where we'll have more to discuss. I've, I'll hopefully have some updates on some previous uh, topics that we've discussed. Yeah, that'd be... So, yeah. We'll, I'll look forward to that. Yeah. And uh, th- thank you as always, Peter. Thanks for the update on downtown, especially on downtown. Um, I think it's exciting for a lot of people to hear some of this stuff. Lots going um, on. So, so, All right. Take care, Peter. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody.